Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today. We're going to do our best to talk a little baseball here, right in the meat of the offseason, as our Philadelphia Eagles, which I'm sure many of you guys out there are, um, they suck right now. They are terrible. They are horrible. I am doing this right after the... Lost to the Giants. I don't really have any words to say about this. This is a Phillies podcast, but that's what we're here to get you. I just don't have a lot of words in the Eagles. I just don't. It's It's been truly been embarrassing uh, the last month or so, and today was the peak. So let's talk baseball. Let's talk baseball. I know there's not a whole lot going on right now, although there was a big signing. The Dodgers signed somebody else again, which we'll get to in just a little bit um, when we update you on around Major League Baseball. But usual stuff today. Usual stuff. Want to continue with some of the series that I laid out for this offseason. What to expect from a player in 2024. And a different theme for underappreciated Phillies. I feel like I've gone through a good amount of them. And I put a tweet out a while ago asking people which Phillies are underappreciated. And I got an answer. And I wanted to investigate that player. And we're going to get to that in just a little bit. So just a couple of things today. The usual stuff. And we'll end with this day in Phillies history as always. So continuing what to expect from a Philadelphia Philly in 2024. Johan Rojas. Yes, the same last name. Whatever. Who cares? Love you. Love Johan Rojas though. And in 2023, it it could seem like and really really the premise of what I took away from Johan Rojas's 2023, he left us with a bad taste in our mouths. And especially the way the Philly season ended. It it just didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. Johan Rojas hit like 093 literally. His batting average was 093 in the playoffs. And, you know, a lot of Phillies fans out there was, oh, well, why didn't we move him out of the nine hole? We shouldn't even play him, blah, blah, blah. Look, this guy wasn't expected to hit in the playoffs. Yes, he actually hit fairly decent in the regular season through 59 games. I want to remind you about that. But in the playoffs, he was expect or he, he was not expected to do much remember that one through eight one through seven and one through eight 
should have been doing the job. Johan Rojas, really, in the nine hole, was not expected to do much. And he was, you know, really just in there because of his glove. And that's kind of, uh, you know, why Rob Thompson stuck him in there was because of the glove. They put him in the nine hole and you said, and you said, look, you're here for your glove right now, especially only not even through 60 games of regular season games in your career. So Johan Rojas in 2023 through the regular season, 59 games, two homers. His first one was actually was there against Minnesota. He hit it off a position player. Um, I wonder how that feels to to hit your to hit your uh, your debut your your first career homer off a position player. I feel like that would feel weird. I feel like I wouldn't want that. Anyway, um, two homers, twenty three RBIs, a three hundred two, three forty two, four thirty slash line, seven seventy one OPS, which was good for one eleven OPS plus. That was good. And then a two and a half uh, baseball reference WAR, like. That's a good, those are good numbers. Like, I feel like people just like disregard that. I know it was only 59 games, but still it's like everyone talks about what, how terrible he hit the playoffs. It's like, okay, whatever. He's a rookie. Like, and he wasn't even supposed to be in there for his bat, but just saying, it's not like he didn't have a, like a solid, uh, technically it's not even his rookie campaign, but a solid, you know, 60 games through his first year in the majors. So let's like not forget about that. That's all I'm saying. So Johan Rojas, for me, like I thought he did a good job when he came up and in the regular season through, uh, you know, those amount of games. Thought he did a good job. Plus, like the glove, dude, through 59 games, he had nine outs above average and 15 defensive runs saved. And he passes the eye test if we want to talk about the eye test. So the eye test and the numbers. Incredible. So Johan Rojas was awesome, I think, you know, defensively in 2023. He showed off why he was, you know, was it was an exciting uh, thing to bring him up, to bring him up to the majors. So, Johan Rojas, um, you know, the, the in 2023, the, really the great defense and the solid bat during the regular season was a big deal for him. And then, of course, you know, like I said, bad taste in our mouths with the horrible numbers in the postseason at the plate. So that's what pretty much the premise of what we got from Johan Rojas in 2023. Um, so what to expect from in 2024? I think continue great defense. Number one, number one, continue to play great defense that's what you're known for. That's what you were known for in the minors. That's what you were known for so far since you've come up. Maybe I'm pretty sure it was against Atlanta or was it against Miami where he made that like huge catch in uh, in left center. It wasn't like a, I think people overhyped the catch, but it was still a great catch, and I think it was in a big moment of the game. But Johan Rojas, uh, the defense is you know is supposed to be his number one, his best attribute. Obviously. So continue to play great defense. Continue to do what you did in 2023 as far as defense goes. Number two, I think just replicate what you did at the plate during the regular season. Do do exactly what you did offensively in 2024. Just replicate that. And I'd be happy. You get you you don't that you you know, doesn't have a lot of power. But the 302, 342, 430 slash line, like, I'm cool with that, especially as a nine-hole hitter. Come on, man. Like, not a whole lot of pressure on this kid as far as the bat goes because there's so much other, so much more talent 
in this lineup, especially now Bryce Harper's going to come back and we're going to have him for a full season. So even less pressure uh, on Johan Rojas there. So like, I'm cool with that size of the nine hole hitter. Those are like good to hit 300 and have a 340 on base and have an OPS above league average is like, that's, that's, that's I'm taking that. So I'm expecting that in 2024. Um, even if he doesn't have a batting average, like above, above 300, if it's below or on base isn't, it was high as 340. Still okay with that. Still okay with that. So continue great defense um, and replicate what you did at the plate during the regular season. Also, the speed thing, speed factor. This goes with uh, you know the offensive production. He had 14 stolen bases last year uh, in those you know almost 60 games. And you know those if you put that were for like the per 162 stats, per per 162 rate stat, like that's you know, maybe like 40 stolen bases right there, right? In, in a full season. So, like, you know, Yo- Johan Rojas is known also for the speed, by the way. And he also had 62 stolen bases in 2022 in the minors. So it's really, you know, his glove, his speed also is something that I'm expecting in 2024. I'm expecting that. So 2024, uh, also expecting the speed. I want to see the speed from Johan Rojas too, like we've seen. Um, and then the last thing to expect from 2024, when we get to the postseason, and hope you know if Johan Rojas has a good regular season and he's on the postseason roster, better. I, I wanted, I do want him to do a better job in the postseason. You know, wasn't great this year, but I want to see some progress this this year in the postseason. I, I would like to see that. That would make me happy uh, as a Phillies fan to see him progress. And it would, you know, hopefully propel the, the Phillies to get a World Series ring. He wouldn't be a key cog. I don't think we expect that. But just better than like an 093 batting average, please. Like that's that's what I want from Johan Rojas. I don't need him to put up Bryce Harper playoff numbers to uh, do a j- better job in the postseason. And lastly, uh, baseball references projections for him in 2024. Not mad at it. So, seven homers, almost 40 RBIs, 15 stolen bases. What's that? Like 282 plate appearances, 253 at-bats. So that's like almost twice as many that he had uh, you know, this past season. With like 15 stolen bases, it says, oh, well, I'd like a few more than that. Like, you know, Give me like 25, 25. I would like to add that to that as well. 281 average, 342 on base, 435 slugging, 777 OPS. That's what we're looking for. I think that's what we're all looking for. So, um, Johan to continue to progress as a major leaguer. And, you know, uh, the two and a half war last year, I think is, I think, you know, that speaks to, I know it's just one stat, but they mean something. So, Johan Rojas. That's what to expect from Johan Rojas in 2024. So, shifting to underappreciated Phillies. And this is somebody that I thought was interesting because I put out a tweet um, about a month ago, I want to say now. It was like within the last month. And I put out a tweet because I've been doing this underappreciated Phillies series. And, you know, I asked the question. Name an underappreciated Philly. And I got, you know, a decent amount of responses. And one of them I got was from uh, Eric Billups, who is, 
frequently I talk to on Twitter. Uh, he is a great follow. Make sure that you follow him. I want to get his uh, Twitter handle here because I know it's here somewhere. But he tweeted me um, a little, uh, you know, when I tweeted that out. Let me actually have the tweet right here. So I want to make sure I, I get the tweet exactly. Um, and here's Eric's Twitter as well. Show more replies. Where are you? Almost there, I promise. There we go. Eric Phillips. It's Eric Phillips 10 on Twitter. Um, he said, it might sound insane, but I say the big piece. Of course, he's loved, but he's overlooked as the engine that made us run. We survived every injury of that era except for his. When he went down, so did the Phillies. I know he's appreciated, but not nearly enough, I would say. So first thing I'm going to say to that, um, you know, in response to that tweet is I thought Brian Howard was definitely, you know, he was a big piece to to our offense, especially. A um, little overrated defense, not overrated defensively. He was not a good defensive first baseman. And I thought that brought his overall value down, but as a hitter was unbelievable. And I think, yes, he, he did, was a part of the, uh, part of, you know, the, one of the keys that made us run offensively, but I thought J roll was just as important I thought with, that Chase Utley was just as important. Um, even Carlos Ruiz, a catcher, I thought was just as important, um, especially what he meant to like the pitching staff and everything like that. Um, yeah, I, I no, I, I would say that we, you know, Phillies fans appreciate him, you know, as a part of that engine that made us run with with J Roll and Utley and him. Like I think. We we all appreciate what he did offensively, power wise for sure. So first response in that to the tweet. So I really do think Phillies fans did appreciate Ryan Howard for what he did, the 2006 MVP, the numbers that he put up from 2005 to 2011. Right, his rookie of the year campaign where he hit like 22 homers. Uh, and 63 ribbies and 88 games in his 05 rookie campaign. I mean, that's that's almost that's like a 40 homer, 120 RBI season. If you you know times that by two to 162 games, that's somewhere right around there. So, and he also had like a 924 OPS. That's that's really good. So um, that that was Howard in 05. Then of course in 06 has the the unbelievable year where he gets 40, 58 homers, 149 RBIs, 313 average. Um, leads the majors in total bases with 383, wins MVP, Silver Slugger, his first All Star appearance, all that great stuff. And then 07, 08, 09 hits 45 plus homers, the 135 plus RBIs. Um, he was just a machine at the plate, power wise. So, but at the end of the day, I still think like Phillies fans appreciate that. I think we all see that. We're like, oh, Howard was such a beast. He was such a monster hitting, hitting you know, 450 foot bombs in the bank going out of the park, like, you know, onto, you know, the, the floor at Ashburn alley, whatever you want to call it. Um, the floor, well, you get what I'm saying. So I thought Howard was appreciated from that standpoint where I don't think where I do think Howard is underappreciated. I think it actually comes nationally and I've actually talked about this before you know in years past I do think Howard's actually underappreciated from a national standpoint you know when we talk about 
you know, the big seasons from like the Mark McGuire's of the world, Sammy Sosa's and Barry Bonds, and rightfully so. Those guys are, to me, all Hall of Famers for the most part. Um, big names, huge, ginormous names. Um, but even guys like, you know, like a Prince Fielder, like Prince Fielder, I think I felt like he was a, you know, more of a popular name in Major League Baseball from like, you know, 07 to 2011, around that time. And I think Howard was probably putting up, you know, I'd have to look at Prince Fielder's numbers right now, but I'm pretty sure Howard was putting up even better power numbers than Prince Fielder from, from that stretch from 06 to 11. So I think he was actually more underappreciated nationally. I think, number one, because of the steroid era. He literally came right after the steroid era. Had that breakout season in 06, the 58 homers. People are questioning every guy that's hitting over 40 home runs. They're questioning, oh, is he juicing? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? And, um, you know, I, I and it never came out that Howard's ever used any PEDs or anything like that. But it was always overlooked. The 58 home runs, almost 60. Was, it felt like it was overlooked. The, you know, the the 45-plus homers, like I just mentioned about his, his numbers from 2006 to 2011. I mean, his per 62, 162 from 05 to 11, 46 homers, 138 RBIs. That is insane. But, you know, it's right after the steroid era when McGuire was in like 65 homers and Sammy Sosa the same thing and Bonds with the 73. So... You know, naturally, maybe it is a little more underappreciated, but um, which leads me to my second thing, though, at the same time, no one naturally really cares about the Phillies. Like, yeah, this past year, you know, it's like, oh, the bank, the Citizens Bank Park gets all this national attention because of how crazy of a home field advantage it is. But besides that, no one cares about the Phillies. No one cares about the Eagles. No one cares about the Flyers or the Sixers. Maybe the Sixers a little bit because the NBA is, you know, pretty big, but no one like I don't know. No one really cares about Philadelphia. Like people hate Philadelphia, obviously, and they just don't care. Like they, it's a different hate than it is for like New York and like Boston or a place like that, or even like in L.A. Um, you know, when Philadelphia teams are doing good, people are just like, yeah, well, we don't care to to you know to even I don't know. It just it just feels differently with with Philadelphia. So. I don't know. It just, it just feels like nationally nobody really gives a crap about Philadelphia. So, you know, even when the Phillies were, you know, making NL East runs and making playoff runs in the late 2000s, like it just didn't seem like people cared. You know, Phillies raised World Series. I know it was the Rays too, but no one cared about that World Series. No one cared. And it was also, you know, from an objective standpoint as a baseball fan, it wasn't like a super exciting World Series. So I get that too. But again, it just doesn't feel like people you know, nationally care about the Phils. So maybe that comes to another thing uh, about Ryan Howard's underappreciation from a national standpoint. And number three, I also think his peak wasn't appreciated nationally. Like I said, I've already, I already, I'm kind of beating a dead horse here already, but you know, the numbers from 06 to 05, 06 to 2011 were insane. They were insane. Like he was one of the best power hitters in Major League Baseball for that stretch, and it was not appreciated enough. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. So, you know, it just seems like people overlook Howard when they talk about, like, Albert Pujols and, um, you know, even, like, I mentioned Prince Fielder there, too, but, like, it just didn't seem like people appreciated Ryan Howard. You know, his, his name doesn't, like, come up a whole lot. Not that it never comes up, but it doesn't come up enough for how much of a beast he was 
for those five to six years for Ryan Howard. So at the end of the day, I do think Ryan Howard was appreciated as a Philly in Philadelphia. Fans of the Phillies appreciated Ryan Howard enough. I think it was enough. Nationally, though, I think there is a little bit of underappreciation. So while Howard, you know, while this is a segment about an underappreciated Philly, no, he's not an underappreciated Philly, but he is underappreciated nationally. So that's where I am with Ryan Howard. Hey, give me some names out there. I would love to just for you to you know, tweet me at Rojas underscore media underscore tweet me, give me a name and you know, I'll just, I'll study, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll study, research the player um, and, you know, deep dive into whichever player it may be. And I'll come to a conclusion on that player. I would love to do that actually. So shout out to Eric Billups for that tweet. Make sure you go follow him. Eric Billups 10 uh, on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. Uh, always tweeting. Uh, always great tweets. So there you go. Ryan Howard. A couple more things before we get out of here. Just uh, some things to update you on around Major League Baseball. The Dodgers get somebody else. Another all-star bat. Like they didn't need more offensive firepower. Teoscar Hernandez, just within the last hour, signs with the Dodgers. One year, $23.5 million contract. The Dodgers add some firepower in their outfield. Like I said, that like they even needed more weapons on that team but Teoscar Hernandez to the Dodgers and they just keep adding they just keep dominating the offseason so there you go Teoscar Hernandez to the Dodgers Sean Manaya and Harrison Bader to the Mets um, Luis Guillorme to the Atlanta Braves signing a one-year deal Cardinals trade uh, Palacios to the Rays for Andrew Kittredge and then you got the Rays trading Luke Rayleigh to Seattle for Jose Caballero. Brewers sign, not Aaron, Austin Nola to a minor league contract. Uh, Dakota Hudson and Jacob Stallings to the Rockies. Robbie Ray to the Giants for Mitch Hanniger and Anthony Desclafani. Big trade there as well. That's probably the biggest trade of the last like three or four days. Robbie Ray to the Giants, but who he probably will make a midseason return. Um, because he got Tommy John uh, this past year. So Robbie Ray to the San Francisco Giants. Michael Brantley retires. Um, congrats on a great career. Michael Brantley had a really good career and didn't have much personality. So maybe that, you know, kind of, maybe you missed that. But Michael Brantley was a, a really good pure hitter. You know what I mean? Hit for average. And, you know, you don't get a lot of players that hit for average um, nowadays. So congrats to Michael Brantley uh, for a great career. He retires. Braves secure Chris Sale to an extension. Two years, $38 million. Last episode, we talked about Chris Sale and how that affects the Phils this season, but he signs an extension. It is official. And then the White Sox sign Brett Phillips to a minor league contract. Uh, don't have really have time here for this day in Philly's history. There wasn't much, honestly, anyway. Um, the only one I'll give you, actually, the, the biggest one would be. Uh, actually, I think, that's, I think that's for... Is that for the ninth? Yeah, it's for the ninth. Well, anyway, the big one for the ninth was this. Uh, two days from now, this day in Philly's history for January 9th, Mike Schmidt in 1995 voted into the Hall of Fame in his first year of eligibility, having gotten votes from 96.5% of the participating writers. I don't understand what 3.5% of people would 
uh, vote him out. That wouldn't make any sense. That's stupid. That's why I love the Hall of Fame, but then I hate the Hall of Fame at the same time for stuff like that. It doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. This day in Philly's history for two days from now. Um, that's all I had time for. So that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. I will talk to you guys on Thursday. I'm out. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.